Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Ann Cooper. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. Now playing in Theater 105, What Love Language Do You Speak? Written by Mona Deutsch Miller and directed by Bernadette Armstrong. Starring Goretti Da Silva. How you doing? I'm bored and just needed to talk to somebody. Yeah, Joe's upstairs taking a nap again. <laughs> I- I've been reading that book you sent me, the love language book, the one by the minister who tells you how there are different ways that people express and receive love. Yeah, I've tried them all with Joe. I compliment him. That's affirmation or, or validation. I write him little romantic notes. Oh, I don't remember the name of that one. I sweep the kitchen and bring him coffee. That's acts of kindness. Some people crave physical touch. Oh, touch seems really good right now. You know I'm a hugger. Big wrap your arms around hugs. Guess that's a thing of the past. I wonder what it'll be like when we all get back together again at the office. No hugging, no handshakes, just elbow bumping. Ugh. Joe might prefer that. He and I have been together for decades. You know how long. It's so long it's unbelievable. As long as the life of a person, an adult person. Hmm. You'd think by now we'd know how to talk to each other, and we don't. It's like we speak different languages. Yes, it is different being confined together under quarantine. We've staked out our areas of the house. He's upstairs, either in our bedroom or his office, and I'm downstairs, wandering around, mostly in the guest bedroom or the kitchen. I do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Hey, did you hear that joke that says, when this pandemic is over, we'll all be faced with a tough call? Which do we join first, AA or Weight Watchers? (laughs) Since I'm always in the kitchen, I know where I'm headed. Uh, The couch in the guest bedroom, oh, no, excuse me, my office, (laughs) opens up into a double bed. All my books and papers are piled up on that couch and on the floor, and now the files have begun their invasion of the bathroom. (laughs) Yours too, well, we know nobody's coming over. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Nobody knows how long this is going to go on. It's no wonder we're all going crazy. At least I'm working. My office has its own bathroom, which is very nice for me. Oh, I splurged. I now have an electric toothbrush and a supply of toothpaste in there. (laughs) I don't have to go upstairs to brush my teeth. I really don't have to go up to the master bedroom for anything except to sleep. I may may stop doing that pretty soon. I could open up the sofa bed if it wasn't covered by stacks of paper. (laughs) My Joe, he's lucky it's covered. He just doesn't know it. 
You know, I was really sick in March. I think I lost three whole weeks. I have no idea where the time went. Good thing this happened when nothing was going on at work. We were in the early freak-out stage. Nobody was monitoring who was doing what. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm lying in bed with the worst aches and pains I've ever had, and then toward the end, when I actually was doing better, I felt like I had this metal band around my chest, and I couldn't get a decent breath. That was really scary. Only Joe immediately pointed out that I could breathe just fine. It hurt, but I could breathe. I was not in respiratory distress. So then I realized Joe wasn't taking me to the hospital. That was clear. Well, not, not that I wanted to go. I just wanted to sleep. So with my fever, which wasn't very high, and the terrible aches and pains, and the breathing problem, maybe I did have COVID-19. Well, that, that's probably a good thing if I have any immunity, which I'll find out in five years at the rate they're going. And I hope and pray it's irrelevant by then. I, I have to say, he took pretty good care of me. Not a high level of care, but for a long-term husband, you know, we're both lifers, it was adequate. <laughs> Although, he never brought me coffee in the morning when I was sick. Uh, Julie, I bring him coffee in bed every morning. Well, I didn't for the first two weeks when I was really sick, but the rest of the time. That's a lot of years of coffee in bed in the morning minus two weeks. When I had whatever I had, I was so tired that it took a huge effort to get out of bed and go downstairs for coffee. For the first two weeks, I drank the coffee at the kitchen table and then couldn't get up. So I put my 200-pound head down on the table, unable to go back upstairs and lie down. No energy. It took me an hour or two to get back upstairs for one cup of coffee. <laughs> I guess that's where all the time went. Being sick eats up a lot of time and energy. And why on earth did I bring him coffee in bed all those years and he didn't do that once? And I asked him to. I, I think I did. Julie, I was so tired that maybe I thought I asked him, but I didn't. I was so weak and so dependent on him. It was scary. Well, Joe makes dinner sometimes. The meat pot, especially if he's barbecuing. I tell you, men have this fascination with raw meat and fire. And I cook dinner sometimes, in the oven, like a civilized person. If I want salad or vegetables, that's on me. Joe doesn't do salad. He doesn't care if he never eats anything green. That's not important. According to Joe, a lot of what occupies me is not important. Most of what's on my mind, apparently. Well, for example, Joe has to control the remote when we watch TV. He's the one who knows how to record stuff. What are you laughing at? I know, I know. I could learn, I just haven't bothered. Anyway, the best TV is in the bedroom. Lately, he keeps falling asleep while we're watching. No, no, you gotta understand, we are in two different spots in the bedroom. He's in the bed, in the middle of the room, and I'm in the corner by the window, in the old recliner we got from my mom. Yes, yes, I realize most normal couples in America watch TV in bed together. Besides, that's not the point. He lies in the bed. He doesn't sit up, so of course he falls asleep. Now, in my opinion, this is not really watching TV together. We just happen to be in the same room at the same time. Well, of course, with the pandemic and our not going anywhere, he has been enjoying regular cocktail hour. 
so the alcohol may be contributing. But he's too young to fall asleep at 8.30, don't you think? Hmm. Sometimes I really need to pee, so I ask him to pause the TV so I can go to the bathroom. We record everything. There's no answer from his side of the room and no pause in the show, and I gotta go. I try to make eye contact. I repeat my request. Please pause it. I need to pee. And I'm not yelling or sharp or anything. Then I realize he's just passed out. Well, if it's not that, he's sound asleep and snoring so loud I'm missing the dialogue. That's the soundtrack of my life. <laughs> well, the thing is, Julie, we are home together, just the two of us, all the time, 24-7. We are on our own desert aisle with two bathrooms, a kitchen, running water, a refrigerator. Oh, you should see the size of that freezer. Now, that was a good decision. And we could be making so much better use of the bedroom upstairs. Since I got well, I think of lying in that bed and Joe wandering in. He'd say, how come you're lying down in the middle of the afternoon? I'd give him a look. Then he could pull down the covers, nice and slow, and take a look. <laughs> but would he do that? Would it ever occur to him, that numbskull, he doesn't even look at me. I know what you're thinking. She hasn't had a haircut in months. She stopped wearing makeup and she lives in her PJs. I do shave my legs still. Underarms, not so much. That's what long sleeves are for. <laughs> but you know what he'd do? He'd say, are you sick? Should I call the doctor? <sighs> Julie, I keep wondering what this guy, whom I've been married to forever, what does he want? What love language does he speak? Maybe he never learned one. Do you guys share a love language? Yes, you're right. It's time to just celebrate that we're both still alive. What? You want me to tell him that I want sex? What would I say? I want sex. Let's go to the bedroom in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> I want sex. Louder. I want sex. I want sex. I want sex. I want sex. <laughs> I want sex. I want sex. <laughs> oh my God. Julie, he heard me. Joe's calling me upstairs. In the middle of the afternoon. Gotta go. Love is in the air. Everywhere I look around. Love is in the air. Every sight and every sound. And I don't know. Thank you for listening to our plays. If you're interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website, www.opendoorplayhouse.org, as well. 
Please share this podcast with friends and do not forget to subscribe so you will be notified when our next production is live. And don't forget, donations to Open Door Playhouse can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Thank you.